This is the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord from Acts chapter 2. I want to share with you briefly today on the subject matter. Suddenly the sound of freedom. This is Pentecost. Suddenly the sound of freedom. This is Pentecost. First point. Holy gatherings are essential. Permit me to repeat that. Holy gatherings are essential. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were gathering together in one place. Gatherings matter. Gatherings do matter. Not all gatherings are the same, by the way. When Christians gather, it is not equivalent to 49er fans gathering. Definitely not Raider fans gathering. <laughs> Sorry, that's just redemptive. I'm just saying. When Christ followers gather, it is not equivalent to political ideologues gathering. When the people of the way gather, it's not equivalent to a concert, a restaurant, or any other gathering. Why? Because 2,000 years ago, a group of 120 disciples gathered in an upper room in the name of Jesus. And what took place? The Holy Spirit filled the room, filled their lives, and gave birth to the church, changing the world. We gather because we know the gathering provokes the glory. Let me repeat that. We gather because when we come together, the glory of God shows up. We gather to worship. We gather because Jesus said in Matthew 18, 20, if two or more gather in my name, I will be in the midst of them. We gather together to pray. Our gathering is prophetic and not pathetic. Our gathering has a powerful outcome. We gather on this Pentecost Sunday because the world is broken. The world is broken. Turn on CNN, Fox News right now. The world is broken. And what we need right now is a fresh outpouring of God's spirits. And if the people of God come together and gather with every CDC recommendation in place, praise the Lord, amen. If we gather, if we gather in Jesus' name, he made a contract with us. If we come together in his name, he will show up. That's why I'm believing right now in the midst of this darkness. If there's ever a strategy from the pit of hell, it will be to make sure that the church is not able to assemble, that Christians cannot speak to one another, that Christians cannot unite, and we can be both physically safe and prophetically active at the same time. We can do this. That's why spiritual holy gatherings are essential. And we gather, by the way, not as an act of protest or an act of disobedience. We gather because we want to turn on the light. And we know that when the light turns on, the darkness has to flee in the name of Jesus. We gather. We gather. Number two, sudden sounds, sudden celestial sounds, heavenly sounds are effective. Verse 2 of Acts chapter 2. Suddenly, somebody say suddenly. There was a sound from heaven. Suddenly a sound. Suddenly a sound. Let's begin with the suddenlies. We experience suddenlies knowing that the God of the process is the God of the suddenly. The God of eternity is the God of the suddenly. The God of the next is the same God of the now. Suddenly, throughout scripture from Genesis to Revelation, suddenlies from heaven, holy suddenlies, represent divine interruptions that invade the process to change the outcome. Have you ever experienced a divine interruption? 
Has God ever showed up in your life suddenly and he shifted your trajectory? If God ever showed up in your life, were you least expected? If God ever gave you a suddenly raise one hand? If you've experienced more than one suddenly raise both hands? If you've experienced so many divine interruptions where you may be going the wrong way or things were discombobulated in your life and all of a sudden God said, boom, I'm here, raise both hands and a foot. If you need certain people around you who you love to experience a holy suddenly as soon as possible, lift up both hands and both feet. How many come in agreement on Pentecost Sunday that while we are here or you're at home, the Holy Spirit is suddenly showing up in the lives of the people that you love, turning their lives around, freeing them from sin and bondage. Somebody say suddenly. Pentecost Sunday is about a holy suddenly. Throughout scripture, there are a number of suddenlies. Second Kings chapter 2 verse 11, a chariot of fire suddenly took the prophet up. Throughout scripture, in Matthew, there is suddenly, by the way, that's promotion. Suddenly a promotion. Suddenly you're here and then you're there. That literally happened. It says suddenly. Suddenly you were here and then you're there. I think you missed it. Suddenly you're here and then you're there. I'm here to tell you you won't be here forever. I'm here to tell you that whatever season you're in that you're here, if you're on the floor, if you're in your pit, put a smile on your face. There's a suddenly coming your way that's about to take you from here to there. Anybody come in agreement with me right now? Suddenly, su oh, suddenly, the psalmist said in chapter 6, verse 10, suddenly, God put all of my enemies to shame. Ooh. Suddenly, Matthew 28, verse 2, there was a great earthquake. The Bible says, suddenly, a great earthquake. An angel of the Lord came down and rolled aside the stone and sat on it. That's Jesus coming out of the tomb. Are you ready to come out of your tomb? Are you ready suddenly to come out of your circumstance and your pain and your heartache and your angst and your consternation? That's the power of suddenly. Somebody say suddenly. Suddenly. Now, it, all of these suddenlies represent a, a linear outcome. What does that mean? The suddenly was not the cause that had an effect. The suddenly was the effect to a cause. Huh? If you read every single biblical narrative of the word suddenly, people prayed and then suddenly. People worship and then suddenly. Paul and Silas, they were singing and praising and then suddenly. Peter was praying and then suddenly. In other words, throughout this COVID pandemic, if you've been praying, worshiping, if you've been calling out to God, if, you've been, if, you're in the, if you have been declaring the promises of God, then if I were you, I would be expecting a suddenly from heaven to invade your family, to invade your house. What does this look like? Biblically speaking, it's biblically substantiated. I just made it legal. You need to believe with me that all of a sudden, suddenly, you'll see your entire family saved. Suddenly, you'll experience your breakthrough. Suddenly, your healing will be confirmed. Suddenly, you will see what in you, with your eyes what you have been praying for in the spirit. Raise your right hand. Repeat after me. Suddenly. Holy suddenlies are coming my way. In the name of Jesus. Now raise your other hand and say the following. There's not a devil in hell or a demon on earth that will be able to deter, hinder, obstruct, impede, or stop what God already sent my way. 
in Jesus' name. Give God a praise if you believe there's a suddenly with your name on it. Suddenly, Acts chapter 2, suddenly there was a what? A sound. It always begins with a sound. We hear it before we see it. Because we know that if we hear it in the spirit, we will see it in the flesh. Outside the confines of these walls, we hear the sound of a broken world. Outside these corridors of worship, we hear the sound of desperation. And throughout America today, even last night, even this morning, even as we speak, I put on satellite radio news and we hear the sounds of a nation torn apart, unfortunately, once again by the devil of racism. Throughout our nation today, we hear the sound of communities angered by the lack of respect for the sacredness of life. And throughout our nation and our world, for that matter, at the heels of what has taken place in Georgia and Minnesota, and to top it all off, a global pandemic, we hear the sounds of anxiety, depression, fear, consternation, angst, violence, hatred, chaos, pain, hurt. We hear the sound of brokenness. Something is broken. Outside these walls, we hear a world crying out for help. There's a world crying. We do hear a sound. There is a noise. And right now, it's not redemptive. It's not reconciliatory. It's a sound of brokenness, of pain, of anguish, of fear. That's the sound. But let not your heart be troubled. Because this is not any day. This is Pentecost Sunday. This is the day of a holy sudden sound. I'm here to tell you by faith in the name of Jesus. Let me give you the skinny. Let me give you a story. As I was referencing before I was at my home, Pastor Ava was marrying a couple. And, and I'm here working on the sermon. This hasn't happened. On my iPhone 11X, that's where I do my sermons. And I'm praying and I'm praying in the spirit, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm writing it, I'm writing it. And as I write it, and I either dictate it, or I you know, go in there and just write it. All, I did the thing, I gave the narrative, and I'm ready, I'm ready, right there. So I swiped up to go to the next, to finish. It was all gone. My entire sermon erased. Now you may believe Pastor Sam, that's just your iPhone acting up. I don't know about you, I'm a logical thinker. I may preach like Kirk, but think like Spock. But not everything is the devil. But there was some spiritual warfare there. Because I just finished, God, the Spirit of God just gave me a word about this suddenly. So I'm going to tell you, because I, I went back, the first thing I did, I was alone. I went, devil, you're a liar. You're a liar. And, and I went back and I said, Holy Spirit, help me remember everything you just gave me for the past hour. And I wrote down again. This time I saved it two, three, four times. And, and, and I'm going to tell you what the Spirit of God told me. Spirit of God told me, Samuel, tell them. Tell everyone who's watching, who's streaming, and everyone in your campuses. Tell everyone who can listen to you in America and around the world that there is a sound out there. But, 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 but tell them that you hear a different sound. And, and I asked the Holy Spirit, what's the sound I'm hearing? And the Holy Spirit, and I, I say this with fear and trembling. It may sound weird to some. But the Spirit of God told me, tell them you hear the sound of Ezekiel 37.7. And I opened it up and it said, and it says this, as I was prophesying, I heard a noise, I heard a sound. 
a rattling sound. The bones coming back together. I don't know if you're getting this, but I hear the sounds of the bones of the church coming together. I hear the sound of black, white, brown, and yellow coming together. I hear the sound of pastors and worshipers and prayer warriors coming together. I hear the sound of one church. One church. Not a black church and a white church, a Latino church, an Asian church, but there's one church. It is the church of Jesus. I hear the sound of one church bringing down the Goliath of hatred with the stone of love. I hear the sound of one church confronting the Herod of bigotry with the sword of the Spirit. I hear the sound of one church, listen carefully, telling the pharaohs, and I know we're streaming live, telling the pharaohs of the 21st century, let my people go so they may worship. I hear the sound of one church that will remind all of humanity that our hands are made to create, our mouths are made to worship, our hearts are created to forgive, and our knees are meant like Dr. Garza referenced for prayer. I hear the sound of one church that will not be controlled by the donkey or the elephant. I just said it. You're looking for the donkey to fix it. You're looking for the elephant to fix it. The donkey can't fix it. The elephant can't fix it. There's only one that can fix it. It's not a donkey. It's not an elephant. It's the Lamb of God who is the Lion of the tribe of Judah. If you hear that sound with me, raise your hand. I hear the sound of the bones coming together. I hear the sound of a church coming together that will not water down the gospel, that will speak truth with love, that will preach the word in and out of season, that will fulfill the great commission and make disciples equip the saints, that will bring good news to the poor, freedom to the captive, healing to the brokenhearted, a church that will do justice, love mercy and walk humbly before God. Lift up your hands. I hear the sounds of the bones coming together. The Holy Spirit pointed me to Ezekiel and said, Samuel, Acts chapter 2 is not the only chapter with a sound and people coming together. In Ezekiel, he heard a sound, same word, Hebrew here, Greek here, same identical word, and things coming together. Ooh. Oh, if the church would come together. Oh, if we would stop bickering about nonsense and we would come together. If we would stop competing against one another and we would come together. If we abandon our personal agendas, if we would come together, if we would care more about his name than our brand, and we would come together. I'm preaching to someone right now. I hear the sound of a father glorifying, Christ exalting, spirit empowered, mountain moving, devil rebuking, demon binding, atmosphere shifting, world changing, holy healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring church. I hear the sound of the people hungry for revival. I hear the sound of abundant rain that brings an end to a spiritual, emotional, and physical drought. I hear the sound of a fresh outpouring of God's precious Holy Spirit.
I hear the sound of celebration as mom and dads are waiting right there in their doorway as their prodigal sons and daughters come back home. I hear the sound of families coming together and communities being restored. I hear the sound of righteousness and justice. If you hear that sound with me in your spirit, raise one here. Just raise one hand really high. I hear the sound of a generation arising that will never be silent. And the more you tell them to shut up, the louder they will raise your voice. I hear the sound of a church and a community that understands that from the womb to the tomb, every life is sacred and precious. That God has given us rights to worship freely and that biblical justice is not an option. If you hear that sound with me, raise both hands. I hear the sound of a new great awakening. I hear the sound of freedom, 2 Corinthians 3.17, where the Spirit of God is present. There is freedom. There is liberty. Free from sin, free from oppression, free from systems and structures that neglect the image of God in every single human being. Free from injustice, from false definitions, from moral relativism, free from fear. Because this is Pentecost. If you hear the sound in your spirit, for you, your family, your community, and your nation, raise both hands. If you believe this sound is louder and more powerful than the sound that is out there today of despair and perpetual brokenness, stand with me right now here in one of our campuses. If you're streaming online, I want you to put two hands up. Put the, put the two hands up. Put them up. Show me that. Interact with me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube right now. Just interact with me and tell me this is all me, Pastor Sam. I'm all in. I hear the sound. Matter of fact, you can put down, I hear the sound, exclamation point. I hear the sound. I hear the sound. I hear the sound of something transformational. I hear the sound of love and grace. I hear the sound of justice rolling down like a stream. I hear the sound. We are, about, we are about to experience a great awakening. We are about to push back darkness. Satan will not have the final word. Darkness will not have the final word. Division and discord will not have the final word. Because I hear the sound of the bones coming together. The church of Jesus was never quarantined. The church of Jesus was never locked in. The church of Jesus is alive and well. And we are about to shift the atmosphere towards righteousness and justice in the name of Christ. Now, our final exercise. Holy gatherings are essential. Celestial sounds are effective. Language changes everything. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. Tongues of fire, that's what they saw. The sound was like a rushing mighty wind. First came the wind, and then they saw what they perceived to be tongues of fire. I love this. I love this. We hear the wind and see the fire because we know that when the wind drives the fire, the fire cannot be contained. This Holy Ghost fire of revival will spread throughout the nations. And we, and they were filled, it says. I want you to hear me. We are filled because we know there's a difference between feeling God's presence and being filled with God's spirit. 
And God is not satisfied with you just feeling his presence. He wants you to be filled with his spirit. And we speak the language of the spirit. The first thing that took place when the Holy Spirit fell, the language changed. Language defines culture. The first thing that has to change is this. What comes out of your mouth will define what you see with your eyes. What comes out of your mouth will define your destiny. Your language has to change. Let the Holy Spirit give you a new language. I pray everyone here receives a prayer language. I, I pray everyone here receives Rosetta Stone from heaven. And when you speak, you speak life and truth and love and grace and mercy and joy. Let your language change. Don't criticize. Don't, don't speak ill about others. Speak love. Speak prophetic purpose. And when you see injustice, do not stay silent. Say something about it. Do something about it. Lift your voice. We are what we tolerate. Lift up that voice. The language, language changes everything. So we're, this is our final act today. It's Pentecost Sunday, and it began with a sudden sound. This is going to sound a little bit awkward for some. This is going to look, the Holy Spirit doesn't make you weird. He makes you wired. He makes you wired. But spirit-empowered people can do what others cannot. When you're filled with God's spirit, all things are possible. So we're going to do something collectively in you that are watching online. Are you ready for this? I want you to make a sudden sound when I count to three. What does that mean, Pastor Sam? For three months, we were locked in. All I want you to do is release the Kraken. All, at the count of three, I want you to make to give God a joyful noise. Here's the kind of sound you want to make. You want to make the kind of sound that tells God, I am not ashamed of your gospel. I'm not ashamed of being one of your sons and daughters. At the same time, you want to convey a message to another audience. You want to tell hell, you tried your best and yet here I am. Peter stood up and raised his voice. Read it. Filled of the Holy Spirit. Peter didn't binge on Netflix for a year. Peter did not acquiesce to those that attempted to assert his God-ordained freedoms. Peter did not tolerate injustice. Peter stood up and raised his voice. 
If you think the Holy Spirit descended for you to have a shake, quake, and a bake in the middle of a service, you missed it. The Holy Spirit descended to give you power. 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 Not potential, baby. Power. You have power in the name of Jesus. You have power by the blood of the Lamb. You have power by the Spirit of God. So raise your voice. Raise your voice. Exercise that power. Heavenly Father, every single person in one of our campuses is streaming online. Today, we made a sound. That sound is the sound of freedom. The sound of the redeemed. The sound of individuals who have experienced the vicarious atoning work of Jesus. The sound of people who have been to the cross, who have been to the empty tomb, and who are byproducts of the upper room. That sound is the sound that needs to fill the earth today. So we're going to come out of this service, we're going to come out of our houses, and we're going to raise our volume. Not to irritate others, not to be annoying, but to shift the atmosphere towards righteousness and justice. The sound of grace and mercy. The sound of righteous indignation. The sound of doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly before God. So today we thank you for Pentecost. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Give every single person a brand new language, prophetically and in practice, so we can go out there and change the world. I pray this in the name of he who is above every other name. In Jesus' name. If you receive it, say amen. If you have never received what Jesus did on the cross, the forgiveness of your sins, I want everyone here just to repeat after me. And everyone who's online, if you just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess with my mouth and with my heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior. That he died on the cross and resurrected to give me eternal life, new life, and abundant life. In Jesus' name. Hey, if you made that prayer for the first time and you're watching online, send me a message. I want to give you a book, a free book, and begin to walk this journey of Christian destiny with you. And you'll be connected to one of our connect groups, small groups likewise. We love you and we bless you. Here's the benediction. Get ready to change the world. Here we go. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of God's precious Spirit make this week the best week of your life.